I'm good. How you doing? Not too bad. I had to stream on my TV, so I had to shut it off, and I had to get my speaker going on my uh, laptop, so I was caught up. So phenomenal. I got sorry if I was late because I got caught caught up listening to you guys. So that's okay. That's, I guess that's a good thing, right? For sure. I love the shirt. I have to say as well. It was like we planned it. It's almost yeah. like we planned it. It's funny because I actually did have a different shirt on when I did the promo uh, video for on Twitter. I had the AW uh, Autism Inclusion shirt on, and then I went and changed it. And uh, no rhyme or reason, just changed it and uh, put Piper on tonight. And although it's glaring, it's just light, but what are you going to do, right? And you know how great of a coincidence that is also right now for me anyways? Uh, I just found out about, well, uh, like six months ago now that I'm going to be having a baby girl. Well, I'm going to be having a baby. Uh, my first baby's on the way. Uh, and it's going to be a girl. And my wife and I came to the name of Piper. So, nice. uh, yeah. That Piper is- means even more for me. To, like when I see it now, it means even more. For um- sure. We are a, uh, this is a, a daughter only show, by the way. We only let people that have daughters on or our daughters. I have three daughters. Vanessa has two. Perfect. So it says, uh, I'm joining the daughter club. <laughs> you're joining the daughter club and Piper, a phenomenal name. It was not on, uh, the list for me and my wife. No rhyme or reason. I do enjoy it. Uh, my middle kid has a, I guess you would say quote unquote different name. Uh, which would be like a, like I guess a Piper, I guess a Piper could be a boy or a girl name. And like my middle, my middle daughter's name is Luca. So people hear that and they say, oh, they think boy right off the bat. Um, Piper's good. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. I, love and congratulations. Luca. I like Luca as well. Yeah. And it's nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you. Phenomenal. I'm very excited about um, what we're going to talk about tonight, which is Ken Valley Wrestling. <laughs> Uh, yeah. we'll, and we'll definitely get to that because I know nothing about Ken Valley. Vanessa does. She's actually attending um, the comeback, which is on August 21st. So she's pumped because she's been locked inside her house forever. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> ready to. Ready For to- sure. Vanessa's been at all of our shows, I think. Have you, were you at the Smash shows as well, Vanessa? Um, yeah, I missed two Smash shows because I was living um, out of town. Yeah. At the time, but uh, yeah, I've pretty much been at every one since. Like, yeah, yeah, everyone. So that's the cool thing about Ken Valley. It actually started with me working with two of, I'd say, Canada's biggest promotions, um, Smash Wrestling and Destiny Wrestling, yeah. um, which Vanessa came to both those shows. I started off uh, at a small bar here in town in Sarnia. Um, I was working there, actually. I was kind of like an assistant manager. Um, we had lots of really cool bands there and stuff. Um, so we used like a smaller ring. It was my first time ever putting on a show and, uh, yeah, it was really cool. It kind of took off from there. Uh, just kept on doing shows, uh, started working with destiny after that. And then started doing my own thing with, uh, Cam Valley about two years ago, right before the pandemic, we got two shows in, uh, almost got three, but, um, we're, we're on to our third here in about 10, 10 days. So you've always been, obviously, like like most of us, you've always been a wrestling fan. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. My whole life. Um, 
I'd say the first memory I have is my dad putting me in front of the TV with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. And I was hooked. What was it? What was it about wrestling back then that hooked you? Honestly, I think it was just so different of everything I was watching on TV. Um, Just these larger than life people coming out and uh, just it was... Yeah, it was something that like I knew I could walk, come to every week and watch, uh, get excited for. Uh, I collected a lot of wrestlers. Like I had an insane collection when I was a kid. Um, I don't anymore, unfortunately. What happened? I'm more onto. Uh, when I was like in high school, I kind of got out of it. Yeah. To be honest with you, for a oh, bit, uh, kind of like everyone, like it wasn't it wasn't the cool thing, right? So, um, I just kind of got out of it. I was I still wrestled in high school, like I was on the wrestling team, um, but. I just, I don't know. I didn't, I kind of got out of it for a bit and then I got back into it. Um, right after high school, me and my wife, Katie, went to Comic Con in London and uh, Smash Wrestling was running there. And that's kind of where it all started and everything kind of came together. Uh, I met the owner there. Actually, I seen Braxton Sutter was the first person who I seen. Oh, yeah. So um, I was like, holy, who's this guy? Like, I didn't know who he was at the time because I wasn't watching at the time, right? Right. I'm like, who, who is this? And uh, so, like, I went up and talked to him. I was like, hey, are you, like, at all running this at all? Like, I have a bar in Sarnia. I'd love to work something out to have you guys come down. Um, and he's like, no, I'm not running it. So he put me in touch with the owner, Sebastian. And uh, we, yeah, we worked things out and uh, got wrestling Sarnia kind of thing just grew things from there um if you were not on the show tonight what would you be doing what would i be doing tonight probably watching some wrestling to be honest with you like i said i got a huge dvd collection so in my free time i'm really just in this room uh hanging out kind of getting things ready for the show actually the last month um a lot to do with that and uh yeah um, luckily not working because right now i'm working four jobs and that's all that's also something like um i work as many jobs as i can and yeah. try to stay as busy as i can so hey more power to you man and i'm also in school right now uh if you can believe it or not i t- chose to go back uh to college and uh so right now i'm just going through all that what are you going to school for uh sports and rec management nice yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's right up my alley. Like I've always been involved with sports my whole life. I think I've played every sport you could probably think of, um, or been involved with it in a way. Uh, very competitive guy. I learned. Uh, you yeah. have played a ton of sports, including badminton, which I yeah. watched tremendously on the Olympics this year, and and curling, which is everybody's favorite winter Olympic sport. Yeah. I yeah, I was on the curling team in high school, uh, uh, if you can believe that. Me and my friend actually did it kind of as a joke at first. Okay. Uh, and then we kind of grew, like, the curling club in Sarnia is super serious, and to be there, you kind of have to be, like, serious about it. And at first, we were out there, we were just, like, doing spins on the ice and acting <laughs> like goofballs, and so the coach kind of sat us down, and they are like, if you want to do this, and, like, I kind of, after, like, my first couple practices, I'm like, you know what, this is, like, if I put my mind to this, this will be fun. It's yeah. it's something new for me, and like I'm I'm always up for trying new things. And you know what? Uh, when I read this, it never actually occurred to me. And uh, Vanessa can chime in here as well. Uh, is is curling like? Uh, it's just 
like one of the sports you play in gym in high school in Canada? Like, like, uh, uh yeah. It's just yeah, that and ringette. (laughs) What is that? Ringette is like hockey, but there's a ring instead of a puck, and your stick is like um, pointy at the end. So you flick it. Yeah. Interesting. That's not an Olympic sport either. I don't think so. Not yet, anyways. Not yet. I'm Um, sure they'll make it one. That's interesting because because you know us stupid Americans. We see curling uh, at the Winter Olympics, and we're like, "Oh, we want to play that! Like, that's phenomenal!" And mm-hmm. I agree. Curling I is it. so much harder than like I, it looks. I there bet. is so much involved in this that sport. I bet it is. I bet. I'm actually working at uh, the golf course in Sarnia that is attached to the curling club, so I'm hoping that in the winter I can kind of go back and uh, relive those days for at least yeah. one day. I know. I love curling. I miss yeah. it. So. You're extremely competitive. We've learned that you you've in, in, with all the the phenomenal sports you've played, but you have played uh, m- more real sports like American sports, like football. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I'm on the Sarnia Imperials, our semi-pro yes. football team here in Sarnia. What position? I'm a defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Big guy. How big are you? Um. Well, I'd say I'm about 300 pounds. I'm probably a lot less than that, but I just I'm hard on myself and. I haven't stepped on the scale since I was about 295, so uh, I think I've lost a little bit of weight since then. I don't know how much, um, but I need to get back into the gym. Before the pandemic, I was at Tyson Dukes at school in London. Uh, I was going there like three times a week, um, working out like every day uh, at the gym here in Sarnia, and I just kind of fell off through the pandemic, kind of lost motivation in a lot of things because I was working a lot as well. Uh, I think everyone just kind of tried their best to get through things, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I left I left my job because had to had to do it. Mm-hmm. Had to yeah. stay home with. I have three daughters. I had to stay home with. I guess all of them, you could say, but two thirds of them needed more guidance than the other third. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get that for sure. Um, Absolutely. But. So, so as far as wrestling goes in Kemp Valley Wrestling, uh, what are the challenges? And we're we're gonna get to the the comeback, uh, but what are the challenges overall on putting on a show, uh, promoting show? The biggest challenges, or you know, just a challenge maybe people don't even know about that they don't even think of when they're putting on a show. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, for me, really, it's just about like the organization of everything you got to make sure everything's set for the day of the show um really be communicative with everybody uh, make sure the talent knows what time to be there uh what time like the doors are at what time the show is going to start make sure they're not rolling in after after the bell you know what i mean so um just really there's all the there's for a promoter there's a lot of things going through your mind especially like even now two weeks before the show it's our first ever outdoor show right, right. so uh, we got to think about whether there's a tent on standby and uh, there's just a lot of factors that come into play that, like you said, people don't think of like uh, just like you never know the ring could be delayed with traffic here in Canada before the pandemic. There was, there was actually some traffic delays, believe it or not on the highways. Um, but yeah, just, you have to always kind of be on your feet and be ready for any obstacle that could come your way. And sometimes you never know too, with the talent, like, um, 
before like i've never dealt with talent or like i worked with bands when i was at the station so i definitely did deal with some drama back then but you definitely got to watch out for that as well and that's something that i'm that i see i look out for i like especially in wrestling you don't want any drama or egos or anything like that in your locker room you want people to be happy and uh my number one goal is just to make sure the talent leave happy and want to come back for more. Right. And I, and I think since I've started, I've really gotten a really good response from the talent uh, with how I treat them and uh, just kind of how we do things here. Cause like I learned a lot from working with the two, the other two promotions here. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, like a lot, like those guys taught me so much. Like Sebastian started me off um, like our first show ever. We brought in MVP and like I got, I got the opportunity to talk with MVP for the entire day, kind of spend some time with him and learn from him. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we've had Sebastian on here and Smash Wrestling. I mean, you, you, uh, offshoot of that, you're in good hands. Absolutely, and Sebastian's probably one of the most hated wrestlers I'd say in Sarnia. Uh, if you can believe that he had probably one of the biggest feuds uh, with one of our city councilors, actually because of MVP um, going all the way back to our first show ever. Brian came out as a fan with his son, uh, heard wrestling was coming to Sarnia and uh, in there, it was MVP versus Sebastian. And in their match uh, MVP was holding Sebastian back and Brian White's kid gave him a slap on the chest and Sebastian didn't like that too much. So the next show when they were coming to Sarnia, he shot a promo and it kind of built from there. And uh, in the end, uh, I don't want to tell the whole story, but in the end, Sebastian, there was handcuffs involved. There was handcuffs. Um, there was a broken arm. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a broken arm. Uh, we got CBC coverage, which is like Canada's big news network. Yeah. Um, it got it got huge. It was awesome. Were you there, Vanessa? I was there, yes. Interesting. That was insane. I would totally... I, I remember... Okay, so the first show... So this is how like they've been coming around. So my, I think I was pregnant with my oldest, and we were at the show. And we always get front row, because my husband won't go if we can't get front row. So we were front row. We were off in the corner, and like a wrestler came out and like bumped me and then afterwards like someone went up and was like uh she's having a baby (laughs) and then it was like he started like freaking out and was like you know offer me all this free merch and stuff and i was like no man i'm good we're good (laughs) do you remember who the wrestler was um i don't but i do know that like on another show at um river city there was a lady who was really pregnant and Tommy Dreamer, when he was wrestling um, Decker, yeah. was like, hey, you have to be over there. Like, you cannot be front row. You have to stand <laughs> over there. <laughs> and yeah, she I did. Like, I... she did go and move there. But he was like, hey, no, you, sorry, I can't have you in the front row. <laughs> I think I remember that. That was awesome. Um, Channing Decker, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the dark side of the ring guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Us Americans know. We know. <laughs> um. Well. Uh, all right. Let's get to the Chem Valley. Uh. Let's get to the the show that Vanessa will be attending. The comeback on August twenty first. Uh. Which I believe is a Saturday. 
It is a Saturday. It is I a think Saturday. it's the same night. Is it the same night as SummerSlam? I was just it is the same night as Summer, SummerSlam. Yeah. Hey, they announced hey. it after us, so they're, it was their fault. <laughs> shame, on them. Shame, yeah. shame, shame on them. Shame on them. Welcome, Blow man, to the stream. Uh, okay, so this is the first outdoor show, which you said. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to run down some of the matches. You can tell yeah. me if I've missed any. Um, we have... Aiden Prince versus uh, Alex, some Alex Realm, Alex Relic, Alex Realm, Al- Alec Realm, yeah, Alec Realm, and uh, uh, Sing, a Sing guy, a Sing brother, yeah, Bupender Sing. He's actually, I, I believe he may just be going by Bupender now. Um, he was in the Desi Hit Squad and Impact uh, previously. Uh, oh, he's was trained he really? Tra- trained by the great Kali. Ah. Um, and I've been getting some training videos of this guy throughout the pandemic. Um, and I got to say, this guy's going to be an absolute monster. I think a lot of people are going to hear about him within the next year or so. Um, be on the lookout for him for sure. So blue pinder. I, I literally, I saw that I have blue, I have blue, sorry. Blue pinder sin, sing. Written. It's you pinder. Boo. B-H-U. Boo pinder sing. That's it. You got it. Yeah. 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 Just go by Boo Pinder. Cause yeah. I can, I can, get be- I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next one, females match. CC. Gallav Gallivalis. Yeah. Gallivis. Gallivis versus yeah. Miley. Miley. Yeah. Miley's making her pro wrestling debut. CC was here uh, at our last show. She wrestled Alexia Nicole. Okay. Uh, which was an absolutely incredible match. That's a bubblegum um, princess, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. we have her coming up soon. Yeah. On this show. I'm all That's about awesome. her. That'd be good. I, I, I mean, well, obviously I've, I've three daughters. Uh, I'm really into to women wrestling. So mm-hmm. I'm pumped about that. Um, But what I want to get to is uh, <laughs> books and looks. Because... <laughs> And Lux. Books and Lux, because that right there has me hooked. Got me hooked yes. with Books and Lux. Yes. Okay, I'm I'm going to clip this okay. this part of the video you, you and send it. it to them, yeah. because they didn't want to go with the Books and Lux anymore. I train with these guys, and these guys are amazing wrestlers. Uh, they can do basically anything you ask them to do, and uh, just total great guys. Yeah. Um, but... I, they they wanted to go away from the books and looks name. I'm like, no, you guys have to go with. It was they were gonna be on the last show as books and looks, and I I knew it was gonna like. I love the tag team name, and I love where they're going with the gimmick. I seen them wrestle in London just before the pandemic with Smash, and I'm like, look, guys, you guys gotta go. You guys gotta keep going with this and blow it up. And even if you guys want to break it off after, yeah. build it up for a bit, and then go in like. It's something that I think the fans will really like. And especially with those two guys here, uh, they've been here already. They wrestled. Uh, Matt was a late addition to the, we had a six man contract on a pole match at our last show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which fell off a couple times. Which fell off a couple times. So I had to talk to, I may have had to fire someone. Should have grabbed it, Vanessa. Yeah. I was on the other end of the ring. I thought about it. You know what? They made it work really well with uh, with the way it fell down and whatnot. And um, yeah, that was a crazy match. Does stuff like that happen a lot on these independent shows? Stuff like that? Uh, 
like those type of matches or just well, like, like I, I guess I guess the reason I say it is because you know we don't we don't see those uh I guess bot I don't want to use the word botch we don't see those mishaps. blunders mishaps we don't see those mishaps uh as much on uh you know regular or not regular on main like WWE AW MLW like that type of stuff yeah where you would this was it. more so just a mechanical error, I guess, for the person who built it, which may or may not have been me. I'm not going to take any <laughs> of the credit. Um, but yeah, that that match was like kind of just like a, so we did a battle royal a few years ago, and I wanted to do something different for a title shot, and I figured this would be like a cool opportunity to get six guys in there at once and kind of throw something magical together. And it ended up being a really cool match. And we, I th- we got like four new guys in there that hadn't wrestled here before. So that's another thing. Like I'm trying to really branch out and try everyone and especially in Ontario. Um, we, prior to the pandemic, we were kind of branching into Michigan in the States. Um, the first match I ever booked on my own was Brian Pillman Jr. Versus Aiden Prince for the Chem Valley wrestling championship. Tremendous match. Yeah. If you folks seriously, I, I think it's on YouTube, isn't it? Uh, it's I out hope, there. It would be sweet if it is out there. I don't know if it was. It was taped. It's on. Like it is in like somewhere where like it just can't be released because we it wasn't our show. But um, and I'm sure we could probably get permission if we wanted to. Um, but yeah, if it's out there, I'd love to see it as well. Yeah, that match. Oh my god, it was such a good match. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was the first match I ever had the opportunity of booking. Um, because before when I was doing the shows of Smash and Destiny, obviously they had their own bookers and whatnot. So I was just doing the promoting and kind of putting everything together for them and making sure everything was there on show day. Um, but then I got I got the opportunity to book a show for my cha- the championship that I introduced at the show before, which Aiden Prince won. Um, and then yeah, I just got I, after that I was like I want to book I want to book shows. This is I love this. Like that was I knew that that match like that was another thing where that I learned big time. Like if you ask your talent who who they want to work and they they tell you who they want to work and you know it's going to be a good match, they're going to put 110% effort into that right. match because you know what I mean? They want to work like that was a dream match for Aiden working with Brian Pillman because he absolutely loved watching his dad obviously when when he was a kid, right? So yeah. I mean, to put that match together for him and make that happen, like that made my night. And especially with the like the response, obviously everybody loved it. So, um, and we've had Pillman on here, phenomenal talent. Have you? Yeah, he's a great man. Yeah. He's awesome, man. And I had the opportunity to go out with him after and uh, just kind of hear his story and talk with him, yeah. and uh, just such a great dude. And I'm so happy to see like he's going where he is. Um, I think he was trapped there for a bit with MLW. I don't know what was going on, but uh, it's great to see that he finally got a contract with AEW because I know that's where his heart was. And now I think they're getting a pretty good push too. The, the that tag team, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. blondes, varsity mm. blondes. That's what it is. I just, yeah, 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 yeah. I almost, yeah, I almost said the other one. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah. Another amazing talent that you got on your show coming up, uh, pretty Ricky Wildy. Yes. Uh, well, a me, a special, a special talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Enigma. 
Um, and you know what? His match wasn't confirmed until today. We just signed the contract today. Uh, so we'll make the announcement here right now. Right. Uh, he's going to be he's going to be facing Stone Rockwell at the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the adventure. He just got back from WWE actually. Uh, he was there for a week or so doing some coaching, I believe. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited. I didn't know we didn't find out until today. We put him on the poster because uh we love Stone and everybody in Sarnia loves Stone. Uh he told us there may maybe a possibility that he may not be able to make the show, but um we just we wanted to put him on there and uh luckily things worked out and he's gonna be back. And uh yeah, it's gonna be an amazing match. I'm really excited for that one. So Vanessa, you, you just popped for that. Why? Well, because we have the adventurer, the adventurer, yeah, yeah, versus pretty Ricky. Like this match is gonna be like, um, oh, what's his name? We had him on the show, Mike Rollins. Oh, what's in the yeah, box? Psycho Mike. It's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. yeah. It's yeah. gonna be like that. And this, like, I'm all in for this. I actually, I like Stone. So like, he's like our favorite. So like, I went and like we take pictures, and then like the next shows, I'll bring the pictures. I'll print them and bring them so that they can sign them. So I did that, and I'm like, hey, I was like, whatever. If you you charge for autographs, that's cool. But I was like, do you mind signing this picture for me? And he's like, well, I hope I have clothes on. <laughs> and I was like, um, yes, we we have clothes on. I'm confused. <laughs> but yeah, it was just an adventure joke, like haha, I adventure travel and stuff. So I was like, okay, it's cool. But I was like, well, I was like, if you could charge me, that's fine. Cause I was just going up there to get them to sign the picture. So like their time is worth money too, right? So but yeah, it was I was like, well, if you didn't have clothes on, would you sign it? He's like, probably not. I'm like, okay, well then you do have clothes on. <laughs> I just want to see the promos between. That seems like solid gold. Pretty Ricky's. It'll probably just be them talking. <laughs> the whole time. That was uh, the one match we had here. It was Jock, Samson, and Jimbo Jones. They didn't tie I don't think they tied up for 20 minutes. They were just <laughs> yep. talking back and forth. Had the crowd going. It was insane. That it was awesome. Put them in the palm of your hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy when they can do that. Well, Jimbo's the hometown guy, and then Jock's mm. the the Yank. Yeah. Um, Have you I, had Jock on the show? I don't think is, so. No. no, I've I've reached out a couple times, but mm. a lot of them, like if they're not working a show, they're not gonna promote themselves. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah, fair enough. Absolutely. Same with I believe Jimbo talked about him before yeah i know he did a little different direction there for a bit during the pandemic and i don't know if he's redirected or Mm -hmm. yeah i was we were gonna do a show last year kind of in the middle of the pandemic like last august we were gonna do this outdoor show actually for this event um but it didn't it didn't work out obviously because we couldn't because the public health rules and uh all of that so uh and ended up we ended up working it out this year but jimbo unfortunately last year he said that he was just he wasn't going to be wrestling for a bit until wrestling was back for a bit and he could get in the ring training which makes sense of course because like 
you want to be ready right, right for a show when you when you come back especially after being out for like a year plus um but i i'd be remiss if i didn't bring up uh you know the tag team fighter flight yeah for where's a von vertigo they're they're in action Champion Cody tag, Diener. Go ahead. They're the tag team champions, actually. Uh, yes. Fight or flight. That's right. Tag champions. Yeah. Uh, they'll be in action as well. In your champion, Cody Diener, who who has been phenomenal on this show. And he's taking on Tyson Dukes, who's also phenomenal on this show. So I don't know, Vanessa, I don't know where our alliances lie. I'll tell you where mine lie. I'll tell you exactly where I I lie in this match. But I'll let you go first. Dukes. Who, me? Yes, you, Vanessa. Your name's Vanessa, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know who you're talking to. I'm not the guest. Um, Okay, where do I lie? Ooh. You got got Dukes or Diener? CCW Championship. It's hard for me to pick on this because if I'm going Chem Valley Wrestling Storyline, Diener is the homeboy and he's like our talent and then Dukes is the bad guy. But then Diener and Impact is kind a of heel. a bad dude. Yeah, it's tough. And I don't like him. So I'm kind of torn. Like, are we going to get bad dinner on the 21st? That's what I mean. Like, are we going to get like the, the hometown guy? Or are we going to get the bad guy? I'm, I don't show know. Up. I, that's why I, that's why I'm going really. I don't know. I had my I had my just giver hat on actually before the interview, and I had to go change it just because I didn't I didn't know right. So yeah, I didn't want to wear it in case he wasn't with that doing the that next show. So I'm sure like, we'll it's hard for him do. not to because like it's his hometown, but like yeah. you gotta yeah, kayfabe it up a little bit. I'm going with I'm going with Diener. Because he's a Beatles fan. I, yeah, I'm going to say that, that Diener retains. I don't think Dukes has got it in him to take it off of him. But unless Dukes's little butthead son steps in. What's, what's his name? That's again? also a possibility as well. What's his son's that name is, again? Ethan. Ethan. Oh, that guy. Yeah. And he's also a monster. I've heard a lot about him. Mm. Good things, right? I don't know. I don't know. I heard. Uh, who did I hear? Brian White had a lot to say. Oh no, not him. Brian White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not going to talk about that guy. Well, he had a lot to say about you. About me? Yes. Not uh, about you. About Ethan. About um, and it wasn't very flattering. It wasn't. No, so a lot of lot of father stuff. A lot. Of- I have them on the poster. I think I might have to take them off. Then if that's the case. You should because he had yeah. a lot of uh, unflattering things. You're living in your father's shadow. Shit like this. You're a kid. You don't know nothing. Oh yeah, I've seen that video. What I've say? seen that video. What, what what say you? So what happened there was at our last show. Um, kind of what set up all this. Tyson Dukes, uh, Cody Diener um, stuff. Uh, so Diener retained the title against Tyler Turba. Um, he was celebrating his win. Tyson, who's Cody's longtime friend in the business, came out to celebrate with him, um, had his hands up, turned on him, 
Uh, as he was turning on him, I got Brian White in the back. Uh, tried to get him out to stop the madness, uh, but Brian didn't know that I was I was setting him up with Ethan and Tyson. Um, and then we ended up putting him through a door. And Brian's still been sending Ken Valley Wrestling medical bills to this day from that incident. And um, obviously, he's going to podcasts and talking about it. So yeah, I heard it. Um, yeah. yeah. So, well, like he did go through a door, like a forbidden door. Yeah, that we broke the forbidden door way back then. Yeah, like, who knew that would be a thing? Eh, it's, th- it's thicker, it's thicker. Yeah, oh, yeah. I honestly, I kind of it was, it was, it was kind of building. Um, it was kind of from like something that built from the dojo. Um, all the guys that were that I was training with were telling me that Brian was saying some things down there and that's kind of what built all this feud up. And that's what made me uh, send Ethan after Brian. And uh, that's why we are where we are today. And uh, at the next show, um, Brian's going to probably get beat up again, I think. So when, when do we have this culmination? When, when are you and the young Dukes going to get your hands on, on Brian. Well, I think I'm just going to send Ethan out on the 21st because that's Smart. all I think I have to do. Um, Brian thinks I'm going to go out there with Ethan, and that may be the case. I may go out there and just laugh at the look on all his family and friends' faces when Ethan's ripping them apart limb by limb. But we'll we'll just have to see because, uh, yeah, I, nothing's confirmed yet. No contracts are signed. Uh, Brian's hoping, I think, that I'm going to be involved in this match one way or the other. And uh, we'll see. Like, there's 11 days left, and uh, I'm just going to wait it out and kind of make Brian wait it out as well, to be honest with you, because I know that he's – that's making him nervous, like not knowing what yeah. he's doing on at the next show. Like, I haven't booked a match for Highlander Robbie yet. I haven't booked a match for El Reverso yet. That's right. Um, who knows who he could face on – like, you know what I mean? I could throw a curveball at him and put him in there with Highlander Robbie, and then he'd just be quick match, and then he's done even sooner. Like, there's so many possibilities. So, uh, And the card's already stacked. We really have to put a city councilor on it. <laughs> exactly. See, every, after the pandemic, everyone's mad at them right now. So, like – Let's, let's be real. I was not a Brian White fan from the beginning. I'm like the only person who boos him, okay? Well, uh, let's just throw that out there. I don't know anything about him. He looks like a massive prick to me. <laughs> he could be. He Silas, is a politician. Silas, Silas, Silas. Oh, he's a politician? <laughs> he, he is a massive prick. Yeah, he is a literal politician. He's oh. the city and county councilor. He's not just the city councilor. He's involved with... He's, He's involved in, he has a say in the whole <laughs> county around here. Do, do city councilmen mean different in, in Canada than they do America? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I say, like, they're like, they answer, they deal with the mayor and, like, they make decisions with the mayor. That's what a city councilman does. And actually, he's the acting mayor. So in 11 days, if if I decide to go in the ring with them. Wait, and, whoa. And, and, and he's is, the acting mayor? He's when did that act- happen? No, not not right now. But like, if the mayor is out of a meeting, I've seen it happen where the mayor can't make a meeting. Um, our mayor misses a lot of meetings. He's kind of all over the place as well. I'd love to get him in the ring eventually after I take care of Brian. But that's another story. 
but <laughs> Brian, Brian, uh, whenever yeah, the mayor isn't there, he's the acting mayor. So just like mm-hmm. he's an acting wrestler, um, somehow still, I don't even understand. Like uh, all these guys have had chances to end his career, and somehow he's still kind of hanging out and like doing like still doing all this DDPY stuff. Like I don't know, I don't know. I think I think the end of Brian White's coming in about eleven days. Same. Is I, this interview going to be out before then as well? Like, will this be on YouTube? I can send to him and just kind of. Yeah, if I yeah. can. Uh, <laughs> you know what? The twenty first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be out. Uh, I'll 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 put a I'll put a rush into it to my uh, my team. Yeah, no worries. He's on the road right. Or, yeah, he's on the road right now, driving back from BC. Or else I would have had him join in this interview so I could chirp him live, but. Uh, he's just gonna have to hear it afterwards. I I think we need to get the mayor on here. That'd be phenomenal. That'd be amazing. No, we don't want to talk to the mayor. Yeah, no, we, yeah, we do. He doesn't have anything interesting to talk about. Oh man, great stuff! And I, I tell you, man, the more I talk to independent wrestlers and, and independent anyone involved in independent wrestling, the more I talk, I was like, man, what have I been? Missing out on everything. It's just not in. I just wasn't. wasn't. Honestly, I didn't know until that Comic Con in 2015 or whatever it was yeah. in London. I didn't know what independent wrestling was. Yeah. To be honest yeah. with you, I had no idea what it was. And my first, I'd say, like a real independent wrestling show was my own. So pretty cool to be able to say that. It is. It is. It's very mm-hmm. cool, and it's it's weird because I've been a wrestling fan. I'm 40 something years old and I've been a wrestling fan my entire life and never in the really independent wrestling, maybe ring of honor for that small slice of, of, uh, independent, you know, they're right on the, the verge. Um, and what technically qualifies someone as independent or not independent. I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of technical media definition, but, but it's not what I know now. It's not Ken Valley Wrestling. It's not Smash. It's it it it's yeah. it, it's not uh, everything I've been learning about. Like this is insane. Yeah. You know, maybe Aaron can help us with the Adam Cole thing with what? contracts because he would know contracts. You want to talk contracts? That's what you want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? I don't want to talk about money. I just want to say, like, if you were Adam Cole. Yes. And you would, is it like, this is how I picture if I'm Adam Cole and I'm going to be a free agent because I like to, I'm going to throw sports in. I'm thinking he's getting like manila envelopes from everybody with offers in it and money and like storylines. And then from there, he gets to go home and decide. Is that like how it works? Or is it like you just call them up and that's how it goes? And then you just like email the contract later. Yeah. I don't know, to be honest with you. Like, Especially like on that level, I'm, I'm kind of out of the loop to be honest. With right now, right now with the current like uh, even with like AEW, I kind of just got back into watching that with when the fans came back there. I had a really hard time throughout the pandemic watching with with no fans for some reason. I don't know why. Just like I liked Impact at first, like with the no fans, but then after a while, I just kind of fell off. I think it was just the motivation thing, but um, yeah, I don't know, like. 
With, that's a tough one. Like what I would say, if I if I was Adam Cole right now, I'd be waiting out all the envelopes I can and waiting until the very last minute, especially with all these guys having all this success, right? Like look at Aleister Black right now. Like, right. like he's going to get a push to the moon, it looks like. Which yet I don't think he would have ever gotten WWE. I uh, well, well, for me, I if I'm Adam Cole, I'm following Britt, Britt Baker. That, that's uh-huh. just what I'm doing. Whether that's in wrestling or not in wrestling, I'm just gonna ride her coattails. That's mm. what I'm gonna do. Start the undisputed era with Britt Baker in it. There you go. You're welcome, AEW. Makes me wonder though, is that a good thing working with your significant other all the time like that? Like, um, is do you think that's like maybe maybe that's why he isn't thinking going that way? Because like you're with them all the time anyways, and then working with them as well, like that I don't know. That Look, could eventually could eventually lead to some turmoil down the road. Hey, or, they're not married, as far as I know, at this moment. They're not married? As far as I know, they're not. Okay. Uh legally. As yeah. from what I've heard, Vanessa told me, Canadian wise, they are legally married, but but piece of paper, married in in, in Adam Cole's Canadian. Uh, no, Vanessa, help me. Stop. No, so I'm saying like right, so you know like in Canada, if you live with somebody for X amount of time, oh okay, yeah, yeah, you're considered legally married. I think, I think that's true in America too. Actually, I think it's ten years in America. Common law. Um, it's only like a year and a half in Canada. It's something stupid. Like it's, it's a, a small amount of time. But anyways, <laughs> um, I look. If I was Adam Cole, I would follow Britt Baker. Mm. If I was Adam Cole, I'd sign a contract with Britt Baker before I sign a contract with anybody else. Do you think that's what just happened with Chelsea Green and uh, Matt Cardona? Like, do you think she was just thinking, "I want to work with him" and? Definitely possible. It, it could be. I, I think she read the writing on the wall and saw that they had nothing for her. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the fact that she got hurt quite a bit under their umbrella, yeah. um, that's just how sports works. Like, you could be a top prospect for the Red Sox and you have in, you're injury prone. They're going to trade you. For the next middle reliever. That's just how life works. Yeah. Um shout out, we just got a raid. We just got a raid. Listen, for Kent Valley Razzle. We just got a raid here on Twitch live. From no Heel Josh. Yeah, from, from Heel Josh? I think it was oh no, Heel Kevin. Kevin. From I Heel, thought it was Heel Josh. From Heel Kevin. So we got a lot even more wrestling fans for Kent Valley Wrestling. Perfect. Uh let me post the link. Boom, done. Uh, with the show coming up in a couple weeks, uh, Vanessa's gonna be there live. But is there any possible way people uh, that can't make it live watch it? Yeah, absolutely. So this is the first show actually where we're getting a production crew. Uh, we hired a team on. Um, they're gonna be coming down, taping all of our shows. Um, we're not gonna be doing anything live, unfortunately, at least yet. Um, that's definitely a goal for the future to do a fight TV live taping or something along those lines. Um, Cause that's something like I've been to a few of those and just, just the energy in the building on a night like that. Like for, for like I went to destiny fight TV tapings a few times. 
I went to a black craft wrestling TV, like fight TV taping and like just so much fun. The crowd's so into it. And, um, we just got a deal actually with your TV, Sarnia. So all of our shows are going to be taped on your TV or played on your TV, um, at a later date after each show. And we're working on getting onto independent wrestling TV once we have the enough product to put on there. Mm-hmm. Build up the product, build up the content, uh, mm-hmm. and then push it out. Um, Vanessa, you got, any, you got any final questions? You're going to be t- attending their show. What, what do you got? Anything? I, I, I don't have anything right well. Whenever you get media calls, you just let me know, okay? I just need the little badge so that, you know, I can just start bugging people backstage for content. That's what Definitely, I'm here absolutely. for. Yeah, for sure. Them. I didn't even know you were you were you were on the interviewing side of things, so that's really cool. And uh, I think definitely down the road, there's definitely some opportunity if you'd be interested in doing like interviewing or something, or uh, maybe some commentary. There's definitely lots of oh. opportunity. Like we're we're trying to open the doors and give as many people a chance as possible, especially people who love wrestling. So, uh, and that's a big thing with me. Like, uh, yeah, try to be inclusive as possible and bring in as many people who are trying to build what we are. Um, Vanessa, like I said, you've been a huge supporter the whole time and I appreciate it um, more than ever, especially this, getting me on here, talking with you guys tonight. It's been so much fun. Haven't done anything like this in a long time. Uh, I was doing a podcast before, like actually, well, during the pandemic there for a bit, but uh, it's tough, man. Like, yeah, yeah, hats off to you. Like I've been watching a lot of your stuff before I got on here. I watched the start of the show. And I'll definitely be watching now as much as I can. Um, I don't watch really, like, I watch wrestling a lot, but I also spend a lot of my time watching podcasts, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, that's mostly what I'm watching, so. Yeah, I would just watch us because uh, we're the voice, the voiceless. And uh, we'll say what people don't want to say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and that's what they hear. And, and I'm, I'm going to say right now, I will give anything to hear Vanessa uh, as a color analyst. Oh God, <laughs> that's that's what I want, and that's what has to happen. Let's get it done. Hashtag uh, Vanessa. No, wait, we can't use hashtag Vanessa analyst. That would not be good. Um, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag uh, Vanessa. Uh, Kem, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But we're not using hashtag Vanessa analysts. That won't be good. Uh, I, I, anyways, we're nearing the end of the show. Um, now is your time to shine. You have people here. You have the heel Kevin Twitch raid that's here. They have a lot of people here now, more than we can provide for you. Uh, that is true. So uh, the mic is yours. The floor is yours. You can say anything you want. You can put over anything you want. You can bury anything you want except pretty Ricky Wilde because we love him here. I'm not going to bury that guy. Have you watched his podcast? I, I've i had yes. him on the show twice. Honestly, I want that guy. I want that guy to be the backstage interviewer. Like he, <laughs> It's he, true. That guy, his podcast. I would not stand a chance. I'm watching it. No, you know, Vanessa, don't say that. I'm just saying that, like <laughs> that guy's podcast. I'm watching it yeah. weekly, and that's what I'm putting over right now. Like, 
it's a black like he yeah. markets it as like a blackballed podcast black so like yep. blackballed blackballed from the business and like he just has all these really funny characters on like some people who are absolutely hated in like the scene or like you you definitely would know like recognize these names and you're like why is he interviewing this guy and then you watch it and it's just like him ripping on this guy for like an hour like live on this podcast and it's just like i, I love ricky there's so many great guys on the show and Ken Valley Wrestling, uh, two weeks or less than two weeks. It's eleven days uh, at Valley Axe. The comeback uh, Saturday, August twenty first. Uh, come out if you can. Highlander Robbie, former WWE star on the show. That's right, name bringing that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. I'm excited to have him too. It's our first show with him. Uh, he's actually from the area, so I reached out to him and uh, we made it work. And uh, really looking forward. He's a great guy to have in the locker room. So. Phenomenal. And his match, like I said, his match isn't announced yet. So we'll see who he's facing. It'll be announced in the next few days, along with some others. Uh, there's eight matches on the night. Uh, Bell's at seven. We got, like I said, we got a full production, lighting, uh, sound. You're going to be able to feel the music there. Uh, we got a lot of people helping out to make this a really great event. So uh, if you can't make it out, we'll hopefully get it on the internet after for you. Uh, I'm going to put over both of you for having me on here tonight. I really appreciate it. I'd love to do it again. Um, and I'll definitely be watching as much as I can. Awesome. Anytime. Awesome. Um, are we, are we going to do like another can drive or. I didn't have anything in mind for this one. That's a really great idea. I kind of more so did that just because we were at um, our last venue is at a homeless shelter. So um, that's kind of why I brought that into that show but it is a really good idea to just kind of keep giving back to the to the homeless or um we'll definitely think about something for this show for sure excellent it's a great idea phenomenal stuff well aaron uh i want to thank you for your time thank you thank your wife for your time congratulations uh on your baby girl because because daughters are the only way to roll and uh let's absolutely us, look yeah. out for piper uh yeah. within 15 to 17 years the Kem, next Kem valley champion there you go uh, <laughs> yeah put her over and uh <laughs> yeah and let's get vanessa in the ring august 21st let's put her in the ring no i'm not i don't want to be in the go. ring let's give her I've a so aaron and i've had this discussion before i don't want to take uh, no bombs i'm not taking bombs i'm too old for that you don't need to take a bomb <laughs> let's get her in the ring let's let her announce yeah but like any announcer in the ring has taken a bomb Every no that's not person. true it's not true renee young has taken a bomb okay that's not, it's not happening <laughs> we'll get her get her there somewhere uh Aaron, you've been a phenomenal uh, uh, guest tonight. Uh, Ken Valley, I learned a lot about Ken Valley tonight. I'm very pumped about it. I can't wait to to see the program or the the comeback. I don't know why I said the. Program. I apologize. No, no, no problem, man. I, I'm really excited. Uh, like I said, thanks again so much, Rob. Where are you? Are you in Boston? No, no. It does You're look like a, that, doesn't it? A I little am, bit. I am in upstate New York. New York, and you got Boston swag. Yeah, it's hurt me. Uh, do you get a lot of heat for that, or I do you just like getting the heat for that? I used to, I used to get heat. I loved the heat, and then you know, in two thousand and four, when they were down three zero in the American League Championship Series, you know, the Yankees uh, sucked balls and they choked and they lost and they haven't been the same since. 
and they're still not any good. So fuck you, Yankee fans. And you can clip that. <laughs> I'll even hit the button myself. There you go. Uh, but I have. I did for the longest time. Um, some I'm I'm forty something. So for the longest time, it was uh, you know the Reds, uh, Bill Buckner in the Red Sox and the Mets, and you know missing the, the ground ball to first and, and all that fun stuff. And you might even be too young for that to even know what I'm talking about. But but anyways, uh, in 2004, uh, we said fuck the Yankees, and I still say fuck the Yankees. So, but I don't want to talk about about the Blue Jays. You don't want to talk about the Blue Jays? Not really. Uh, I'm, Not right now, obviously, because we're doing so well, right? I'm I'm kind of afraid of their lineup. Yeah. Uh, they're pitching, not so much at the moment. Um, but their lineup, I fear as a yeah, Red Sox. Is it like like the Tigers? <laughs> no, when the Tigers were no. good, where everyone feared the lineup, but our pitching was yeah, terrible. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. It is like the Tigers. Uh, when their when their lineup was really good and their 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 uh, pitching sucked, but they did have wasn't well, uh, our pitching was our relief pitching relief. was terrible. Yeah, but um, the Blue Jays just have nothing. They have no. And we were playing back at home again. That's exciting. They are true. They had a lot of time to to fix that uh, Rogers Stadium. Rogers, yeah. Um. I just I've never liked the Blue Jays to be to be honest with you. Uh just being a Sox fan for as long as I have, you know. Um you know, you got uh, Roberto Alomar and Joe Carter, you you had those years. Whatever. So this is a different show. Let's say putting you over sports. Yeah. We've already concluded that we're a show that doesn't talk wrestling that's a good point we are a show that does not talk wrestling uh hardly we hardly talk wrestling actually i think this is the most in one night that we've actually talked wrestling it is it is uh the guest obviously with the guests but we had a lot of nxt talk and how they're dead and how uh Ed. you know triple h failed you know he went in the business for himself and he failed when beat aw we talked about him cole Oh, he's gonna chase. He wants to marry her. He better go AW. We talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I mean, Aaron, you could stay around if you want this this horse shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, you're you. We don't have a forbidden door, so you're welcome anytime you want. Thanks so much. I appreciate it, guys. Um, Vanessa, I'll see you on the 21st. Yeah, and like I said, reach out to me. Uh, I'd love to set something up uh, yes. to have you involved in some way. They perform whatever you'd be interested in. We'll uh, talk about it. But thanks again so much for having me on. Thanks so much to all your listeners for listening to uh, all of this for the last hour. And uh, like I said, hopefully we can do this again sometime. Awesome. Have yourself a great night. Tell your wife I said thank you. You too. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. Peace. Appreciate it, guys. Awesome. Great stuff. Take care. Yeah, have a great night.